Welcome to our community. This is Sarah the Best. Day of life for the generation. Day of life for the generation. What does that mean? You know, do we just make these things up randomly, God forbid? What is this a day of life for the generation? So, by the way, if it is, that first of all, we want to know how did it get to be that. And, and we want to kind of think what the implications of that are. Life is filtered into the generation through today. So let's take a little back step to see why. First of all, why is this being said? This, this is, this was said by the Lubavitcher on Baseness and Tashim Memchef, 1988, after the passing of Rebbe Simchai Mushka. And as the Rebbe said, that every date in the, every date in the life of a, of a, of a person is significant. And when it comes every single year, you know, when there's an anniversary, the anniversary brings even more of that. Whatever happens on the original date, the anniversary of that is even stronger when it comes to good things in Tyrus. So, and when, when you're talking about an individual, your birthday, so every year your birthday is stronger. But when you're talking about a Nasi, a leader of the generation, a Nasi Akol, since a Nasi Akol, he includes everybody in him and everything in him, then everybody and everything that's within him, when he has an anniversary in something, everybody and everything has an anniversary, becomes stronger and lifted up, goes to the next level. Okay, but that still didn't explain to us how it's a day of life. Okay, let's go back to the year 1920. Tafresh Pei. The Rebbe Rashad, the fifth Rebbe, was there then in this world. He, his, 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 his years of leadership were about, about bringing about Malchus. It says that there are three mitzvahs that you do when you come into the land of Israel. One, Minui Melech. Two, Mechias Amalek. Three, Binyan Beis Amigdash. When you come into the land of Israel, when we as a whole nation will come into the land of Israel, we have to appoint a king. And then we have to destroy a Amalek. And then we build a Beis Amigdash. This is the ultimate goal. When we will come ultimately to the land of Israel, everyone together. Appoint a king, destroy a Amalek, and the third one, build the base of Megdish. And as the Rebbe indicated, that those three issues have been begun by the last three generations. The Rebbe Rashad, the fifth Lubavitch Rebbe, the Rebbe Ayas, the sixth, and, and then himself. So we see that the years of the leadership of the, of the fifth of the Rebbe Rashad, Reb Shalom Dovber, Shalom Dovber meaning um, a shalom between a, a bear. A bear is very restless. Dove bear. A bear is very restless, and yet it's very you know it's it's it, it's very restless. Um, it, it's people to see and places to go. There's stuff to do. You know when you're restless, it's because there's stuff to do. Got to get somewhere. Got to do something. And a bear, you know, a bear is you know on the getting somewhere, moving. And yet it has this contradiction that it's very. Um, it's very corporeal, you know, it's very big and heavy. So it's interesting that it overcomes all of it. It moves, and yet, in spite of the fact that it's so heavy, it moves. 
And so there's a loss there. When, and the fact that someone has a name dove there in Hebrew and Yiddish means in spiritual and physical, it's all brought together, this idea that we move forward. Life moves forward. The generation moves forward. Onward marching into Mashiach times. Now, how is that accomplished? Through leadership. Through clear, wise, deep leadership. Through the king of Israel. David Malka Mashiach. So the Rebbe Rashad's leadership was about many things, including bringing, bringing the sense of kingship, of Melech Malchim Lachim, of Hashem, of God, God Almighty, into this world. He established Samchit meaning he made it, he made it possible for the whole world, for all Jewish people, and ultimately for the whole world, to, to step into understanding who is Hashem. Who is Hashem in relation to us, in relation to the world? What is Hashem really all about? Not just to serve Hashem, but to know Hashem. Something that until that point really was not um, possible because the generation was, generations weren't ready. So we're talking about Malchus, Minu Melo. His first mimer was Keseyus Mulcha, king, kingship. But at the end, at the end of those years, starting, I'm not sure how far back it went, but certainly when the Bolshevik Revolution started in 1917 and before that, the Lubavitch Rebbe had to leave, had to run away from Lubavitch because of the Bolsheviks. And the Bolsheviks are the ones who came in, the KGB, etc. They came in and they said, oh, Malchus, leadership of Hashem, Malchus, kingship of Hashem, we will fight that to our very last breath. It's almost like you could see that they sense the dark forces of, of life could sense that we're going into Yemaisa Mashiach. And they know that they're going to fight it with everything they have. Sounds familiar now. So that's what they did. And with the KGB and the NKVD and sending everyone to Siberia and forbidding anything, anything Jewish, anything, any connection to anything, everything. To learn Torah, you had to do it in secret, under the floorboards, in a cellar, all kinds of things. So, toward in the in the last years of the Rebbe Rashab's leadership, he was fighting a Malik. and that's why that I think Purim of that year, Tafresh Pei, there was a big forbringen which was illegal, and they came in. The KGB came in to take away to 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 going after the Rebbe, and the Rebbe said at some point, "I hate them with a tremendous hate." You're talking about someone who is representing the forces of darkness that want to fight Hashem's kingship in the world, want to fight Mashiach, Amalek, simple, Amalek. And really, the Rebbe Rashab declared, "I cannot be in the same world with them." I cannot be here in the same world with them. So, very soon after that, after Purim, how many weeks is it from Purim to Beis Nisan? We just had Purim a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? On Beis Nisan, the Rebbe Rashab was nostalgic. He left the world. He said he couldn't be in the same world with them, and he left the world. 
and his last mimer was Rashis Gaima Malik. Speaking about how the, and that happened today, by the way. I'm sorry. Today is the day, Beis Nissen, when he left the world. And, and he left the world fighting a Malik. Determined to be victorious for the Malchus of Hashem, which meant destroying a Malik. Gracious Gaim Malik. Saying the first of all, of all the nations, the, a Malik is the, the, rab, the rabble rouser of all the trouble in the world. Let's just say it that way. On this very day, when he left the world, when he was Nisgalic, his one, his son, his only son, automatically became the Nazi. The leadership was transferred over to him on this day. And it was begun with the Mimer Rashis Gaimamalik. So we're talking about a situation where, think of Basinism. Basinism, we'll see in a second, is called the day of life. The day of life for the generation. Sorry. So to go back one more thing. So here we have appointed king, fifth generation, sixth generation, destroy a Malik. And then when we come to the seventh generation, Yud Shvat, Tavshin Yud Aleph, Tavshin Yud, beginning of building the base of Mezish, seventh generation. We're here to bring Mashiach, and Mashiach builds the base of Mezish. There we go. So we have those three mitzvahs, oh, spanning three generations, being introduced into the world, into the very fabric of the world. So, and, and, and one other thing we want to say is that if you look at the sphere, you know, chesed word, we, we all count sphere, chesed word, tefers, netzachai, yisait, and malchus. So the first five, chesed word, tefers, netzachai, they stand on their own. Yisait and malchus, the sixth and the seventh, they're sort of, let's call them a package to themselves. A group on their own. Six and seven, the Yasaid encompasses in it everything before it. And it unifies with Malchus. So the sixth generation encompasses all the generations before them, before. And it's kind of one package deal. And when it bonds with Malchus, you're talking about essentially all of Gullus, which is represented by the sixth generation, unifying with all of Geula, represented by the, the seventh generation. So picture those two things. All of Gullus, all the way back to the beginning of time, unifying with all of Geula, going into forever. So when did this package deal of this union of Zan Malchus happen? When did this begin? On one level, today, on base Nissan. Tafresh pay. On base Nissan. It's called the day of life. We'll see in a second. But we have that context. The, this day of life is literally, we're talking about tough base Nissan 1920 Tafresh pay. The height of the KGB. The height of the success of a Malik in this world. Maybe historically, I'm not such a big historian, maybe historically 
this was the highest moment of success of a Amalek over the generations. Maybe yes, maybe no. I don't know. I don't know. But definitely a very strong moment in as we're going into Yemaisa Mashiach. 1920 was a time when Amalek was doing very well for himself. Let's just say it that way. Very successful. The communists in Russia were they had great control and would for many years until 1950. Was it 19, no, 1953, I think. When Stalin died. With, with divine intervention. And really, until 1990, Tashin when the Iron Curtain fell, with great divine intervention. So they were showing great success. They even seem to be showing great success right now. But they were really at the height of their success. You just had the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917. Now it's three years later. To the extent that their power was so strong that the Rebbe Rashad said, I hate them, I hate them, I will not be in the same world with them. You know, I don't want to be here if, when they're here. Whatever that was about. So, and the Rebbe Rashad made a decision, perhaps, perhaps, that his generation ends and we, we go to the next generation. And he leaves the world. So, so now we have the context of this day, the day when the leadership goes from the fifth generation to the sixth. And the fifth generation being all about establishing the Malchus of Hashem, giving possibility for the world to step into understanding the Malchus of Hashem. That was Rebbe Rashad. On this day, it switches to the Avaida of fighting to destroy Amalek. Fighting Amalek to destroy Amalek. So that the base of Mizrish can be built. So if we see the context of this day, a huge shift. Malchus of Hashem, that's the focus. Destroying Amalek. That's the switch on this day. Was that a good day or what is it? So, so we're going to look into the Sikha where it says, Beit Nisan, the Hestalka of the Rebbe Rashab, and the beginning of the Nesiyas of his son, the Rebbe Ayat, the sixth generation. And it's a unique day in the life of the Nasi which means it's a unique day in the seas, in leadership. In leadership of leadership of the generation to do what? To usher in the Geula? To bring the world to a consciousness of Hashem's Malchus. Being the one and only thing and where we all fit in in that Malchus. So, today is the day when it all begins. Malchus, to destroy, which includes the beginning of Nasius, sorry, the beginning of Nasius, of leadership, of the sixth and the seventh generation, 
Yusayidun Malchus. And this beginning of the Nesiyas, when a Nasi begins his Nesiyas, it includes all other, all other Nesiyim, every, all other leadership, all the way into Yemais Mashiach. Ad, Ad Biyaskal Tzedek. Okay. So then we understand that the sixth and seventh generation all began today. Not just the sixth, but everything that would come after that. Remember, Yisoyed and Malchus. Let's just say, what can you say about Yisoyed and Malchus? The one and only thing that's happening in the world is Hashem's Malchus being evident, as I said, and us seeing where we fit in with that, which ultimately gives us our own leadership, which ultimately gives us the ability to bring the world to ultimate truth. So, it's done in a way of chesed and gvur, it's very nesachayt, Yisoyed and Malchus is bonding and bringing it back, bonding with this truth of Hashem, bonding with Hashem, bringing the whole world, enabling the whole world to ultimately bond with Hashem and Malchus and give him his true leadership, give Hashem his true, his true kingship, and Malchus means bring it down, down, down into the earthiness of the world. It's every street corner and every truck and every tuna fish sandwich and every tree and every flower. That's the sight in Malchus. It all begins today. So, We understand that when base Nissan comes along every year, it's greater. It's the day of life. Now, why is it the day of life? Because for a regular person, the day of life, your day of life is your birthday. That's when you came into the world and started to live. Right? We don't, you know, when, well, when did you really, when you were conceived, we don't do it that. We, when you are born into the world, you begin to live. So that's your day of life. So if you're going to celebrate your day of life or take advantage of it, of your day of life, when Hazalagaiver, when your when your your mazel is strong, your mazel is strong and your life force is strong on your birthday. So is it the same for the Nasi, for the Maishurbain of the generation? Nope. For the king and for the Nazi, it's different. For them, their day of life is their day, the day that their Nasius began. Their day, for a king, his day of life is the day that his kingship began. Not his birthday, the day that his kingship began. Why? Because Because for a king, his kingship is his life. And his life is his kingship. When they asked Rebbe Chaim Mushka, when there was a court case with his farm, when they asked Rebbe Chaim Mushka, you know, does, does, did your father, you know, what about your father's private life and pride? Did your father have a private library? Does your husband have a private library? 
And she said, no. <laughs> when, you, when you're talking about the Nasi de Yisrael, they don't have a private library, a private, this is mine, and this is what I do for Klal Yisrael. When you're talking about David Melech, David Melech doesn't have a private life. This is my private life, and this is for Klal Yisrael. In fact, really, every Jew is like that. A Jew doesn't really have the private life, you know, this is my part of, this is for me, and this is for everybody else. But rather, we are here as representatives of Hashem, as general, in a more general way, we're, the ultimate Yid is someone who doesn't feel his selfhood, is someone who doesn't feel like, oh, this is for me and this is for everyone, but rather, he's a completely transparent conduit of Hashem, which gives him his ultimate tremendous leadership, us and Hashem. With Hashem, we are everything for Hashem. Hashem doesn't say, you know, I have my thing, I have my separate thing, and then there's the time I care about you. We are his everything. That's the way he chose to do it. And he asks us that we be similar to that. Bringing the world to truth and to, to recognize the mouthfuls of Hashem is what Hashem asks us to make into our everything. Not now I eat sushi and then, okay, I think about the mouthfuls of Hashem. I try to bring people to understand that. It's all one piece. No separation. So when they ask Rebbe Tzimchai Mushka, did your father have a private life? <laughs> father doesn't have a private anything. Nothing individual. This is his, and this is, you know, he has his books, and then he has books. Everything is, he's he's there to serve Klal Yisrael. And that's really what every yid is, there to serve Klal Yisrael. Meishur Beinu is there to serve Klal Yisrael. To be the interface, to be the one that cements the relationship between Klal Yisrael and Hashem. Very simple. And that's the mandate of all the seven generations, and surely of the sixth and the seventh generation. So if that's the case, that really begins in a much more tangible way on baseness on today. So the king, and a Jewish king, his life is his kingship, his kingship is his, is his life. And that's evidenced by the fact that in the world, when kings would be anointed, non-Jewish kings would be anointed, what would they say? Long live the king. Now, that doesn't make any sense. Yechia Melech, right? Yechia Melech, long live the king. Non-Jewish kings. They, the king is being anointed that day, and they say, long live the king. Doesn't make sense. Shouldn't they be saying, long reign the king, long rule the king? I mean, today's the day that he's beginning to rule as a king. Just take a random non-Jewish king. The day that he's anointed is the day that he's beginning to rule his kingdom. What's his activity? Starting to rule, starting to reign, you know, R-E-I-G-N. 
starting to rule over the people. So when that day begins, that day comes, shouldn't the people call out, long rule the king, long rule the king, long rule the king? That's what he's starting to do today. So may it be for a long time. No, they don't say that. They say, long live the king. Long live the king. They want him to, you would say, ostensibly, they want him to live for a long time. Mm, okay. But there's suddenly something much deeper in there, which is that his kingship is his his life, and his life is his kingship. The the Jewish king, David, those from David Malka Mashiach, David Amelech, doesn't have a separate individual life. His life is his kingship. His kingship is his life. Okay, now let's go back one step. So today is the beginning of the Nusias of the Reverayat, which means the Nusias, the leadership of the Maishrabenu of this generation, beginning today. And since everyone and everything is included in that, and his life, so to speak, begins today, so our lives begin today. It's a day of life for the whole generation because it's a day of life for him. And it gets stronger every year. So it's a very powerful day, the day of life for all of us. All of us as what? All of us as leaders of truth. All of us as leaders in the incredibly awesome uh, avida of bringing the entire world to the truth that ain't that it's only that Hashem is that Hashem is the King of the world, and that everything falls into place, and even and we even become empowered with great leadership, and we become. As everything falls into place when we recognize that. When we recognize Hashem's kingship and bring the whole world to recognize Hashem's kingship, do we become smaller or bigger? Does that take away our job? Well, I might as well sleep all day. No, God forbid. From this day, we become more creative, more expansive, more powerful, more smarter, deeper, we're sensitive, all the good things that you can possibly imagine, all the things that people do, visualization about wealthier, better, bigger, better, all the things that anybody does visualizations about in good things, they come from this moment. They come from this of us, when the world all recognizes Hashem's kingship, and specifically through us, it makes us bigger and smaller in that we recognize it's not us, it's Hashem, which ultimately gives us all the power, all the creativity that Hashem has, which is infinite. Think of how much creativity does Hashem have? How much money, power, love, wealth, um, expansiveness, depth, wisdom, etc., etc., etc. Happiness, joy, glow, light, life. How much does he have? Infinite. When we 
unify ourselves with Hashem, we don't give him all of ours and now we have nothing. He gives us all of his. We're one with him. He has an infinite amount of all that stuff. You know, we talk about the law of attraction. How do you attract to yourself all of that stuff? When you become one with Hashem, Hashem said, well, okay, I, we share. It's not only we share. Whatever is mine is yours. All those good things. That's why the mandate to bring the whole world to that recognition that ushers in, brings Mashiach, ushers in the Gula Shlema, also ushers in all the incredible things that everybody has already, always wanted. Also, of course, abundant, infinite health. Forgot that one. Huge. And it all be, begins today because today is the day of life for the whole generation. So then the question is, what's to do? Because obviously, Hashem is giving us life today. Great life. And not only that, just one little point, it says that the Melech, the king, the Rambam says, is Lev Kokal Yisrael, is the heart of the Jewish people. And what does the heart do? It's full of blood. It gives life to the body. And really, Melech, king, is Rosh Hashanah's Mayach Lev Kavid. The Mayach, the head. The truth is, most of the neshama is in the brain. And what does your brain do? Your brain conducts all the all the operations. It tells all it if you want to bend your arm, your brain says bend now this way. It's the it it runs all the operations. It's the head. What is the what does the liver do? Kaved Melech's Mayach Lev and Kaved the liver. It's full of blood, and it's a, I think it's a filter. And the heart, the heart is the highest of the body, the life force of the body. It's where the blood is, and the blood, Adamu and Ephesh. And from the heart, all of this life force goes out to the body, to all the limbs, around and around and around, and then coming back. So the heart is the center of life, the giver of life, so to speak. To the whole body. The brain is telling your body what to do. But the heart is giving it life. We know, you know, when there are medical decisions to be made based on, is this person alive? Halacha says, based on the heart. The heart is beating, the person's alive. The heart gives life. So it turns out that the main highest of all the limbs, the main life force of all the limbs of the body, is connected to the heart. Because the blood in the heart goes throughout all the, the whole body. And the truth is, the highest life force is connected with movement. And the heart is all about movement. Boom, 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 out, in, pumping. That's why right, we want to have a strong heart muscle. Pumping forcefully. Boom, boom. It's 
very active. It's, it's, it's the most active limb. The brain is kind of more quiet. Doesn't move so much physically, although it's doing a huge amount of work. But the heart is moving. Rasa Vashuv, out, in. Blood goes out, back in, out, in. You know, the left and right ventricle, out, in, out, in, out, in. Whereas the kavit in the mayach, the liver, and the brain, they're not moving so much. So when it comes to the king, the nasi, the, the, the king of Israel, David and Melech, and the nasi, Meishur Bain of the generation, they're called Lev Kol Kal Yisrael, the heart of Kal Yisrael. As it says, Asher Yotiem Vasher Yaviyem. They bring us out and bring us back in. And bring, and, and give us life. How do they give us life? Because they give us that connection to Hashem, our true life source. So if Hashem is sending us life, but we're not catching it, saying, here, catch. Here's life force. And we're like, who, what? Who are you? What? I'm busy now. Okay, call me later. We're not necessarily catching it. That's the downside. Hashem wants to give us not just little life, big life, ultimate life, geula life, life with all the expansiveness that we said before. We're not always ready to catch it because we get distracted. It's hard to stay focused, especially in this generation. So the, one of the things, one of the main jobs of David, Mal, David, David Amalek and David Malcolm Mashiach and the Maishir Bain of the generation, the Nazi, is to bring us into sync, into harmony with the king, with Hashem, so that the light force that Hashem is sending us, we want to receive. And we get ourselves ready to receive it. So that we can be Hashem's ultimate soldiers with full life force and receive everything, the real kind of expansive life that Hashem wants to give us if we could only, if we could only make ourselves ready to catch it. So are there any times when this becomes, it's not easy. Are there any times when this becomes a little easier? Yep. Certain days. Which day? The day that's the beginning of the Nisiyah of the sixth and seventh generation, Yitzhak and Malthus. As we said, Beis Nissan, Tafresh Pei, 1920. Beis Nissan is the beginning of that day. And every year it gets stronger. More life. So the, the whole union of the heart, the Nasi is the heart of the generation, is added to, is increased on this day. There's the Hesafa, there's an addition in the union of Chaim. As it says in Tehillim, I believe, uh, it says, uh, sorry, in Gomorrah Yonah, from the life of life, that's Hashem, I'll give you life. All the way down to actual physical life. So here's the Hira. So what do we do? On this day, Hashem is giving us and the whole generation 
a tremendous, tremendous amount of life force. But with Hashem, everything, you know, let's give and take. Let's reciprocate. Because I can only give you so much, Hashem says. If, if you can't receive what I give you, where is it, where is there to give it to? It doesn't work. It just goes to waste. So whatever I do, says Hashem, I need you to parallel it on your end. I give, you receive. Then it works. And then I can give more. (coughs) And you can receive more. So, today is the day when Hashem gives us life. And in Tavshin Memches in 1988, a very few weeks after the passing of Rebbe Tzimchai Mushka, on whom the Rebbe said that whole year, and the living should take it to heart, heart. That was exactly, you're talking about 1920 to 1988, 68 years. Do the math. The gematria of Ches and Yud and Yud and Mem is 68. 68 is the gematria of life. So at that moment on base Nissan, it was life years 68 life years from the beginning of life, the beginning of life as it is for the generation ushering in Mashiach. The generations, 6th and 7th, ushering in Mashiach. This day is the beginning of life for that. So the obvious thing is, what should we be doing? We give life to the king. Hashem the king gives us life. And the Maishar Benu of the generation activates that, that um, enables more, more intensely that relationship between us and Hashem. And so if Hashem is giving us life, we reciprocate by giving life to the Nasi. And that's through the word Yechia Melech. Long live the king. Just like they did it with the, with the non-Jewish king, Yechia Melech. Because these words, these words are not just, you know, plain old words. These words are the conduit through which literally life is given to the Nasi Adar. Life is given to David Malcolm Mashiach. Life is given to Hashem, so to speak. There's an increase in life force and there and there's an increase in life force that we add to. So with all this, what we conclude with is that it's a powerful day of life for the whole generation, for all of us in our dreams, our aspirations, our desires, our creativity, our, our, our from beginning to end, you name it. Um, it it's, a, it's a powerful, powerful day for that. And our ability to receive that life force is by giving life to the Nasi Adar. Not just the word, Yechia Melech, but, 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 Mashiach wants to come. Mashiach wants to be fully revealed in the whole world. And, and David Malka Mashiach is, is, is saying, telling us, Shem wants you to stand and be ready for the Malchus of Hashem. Or the whole world, the whole world will declare 
Yechia Melech, may the king live, may the kingship of Hashem be vibrant forever and ever and ever, as it will be through the kingship of Mashiach Sitkenu. And may we find ourselves in the base of Mizrach Shlishi on this day of life immediately now.